think of the last time that you were trained. I know you're all trainers, so you're the one doing the training. However, think back to when you were actually trained in on something. What made it comfortable and easy? Did you fail at something and it was uncomfortable? Motivation is really important. Were you motivated to learn? Or was it a topic that you were a prisoner? You were stuck doing it because, hello, it was mandatory training. Learning is not isolated to positive reinforcement or trial and error, but really it comes down to the basics of are we able to make mistakes along the way? Because making mistakes helps us to learn and grow faster than getting it right perhaps that first time. Fear of failure can cause people to clam up and have their brains not learning anything. Unrealistic, perfectionistic demands of ourselves are actually detractors from learning and being able to be creative. How do we overcome that? How do we create some conditions for learning where we can optimize it and make it okay to fail? One of the things that I really focus on is the physiology, the emotional conditions, and how do I support, create a supportive environment where everyone can feel comfortable doing that? So one way is by giving them an activity before you've even taught them anything. What we call it is the EAT model. Experience first, then become aware, and then learn the theory. So what they're expected to do throughout my training is to experience, and that may mean you fail, because guess what? It's a guess. We have not even taught that information yet. So you and a partner work together, uh, figure out as much as you can, and then we're going to reveal the theory afterwards. So I'm setting people up for success by saying, hey, this is guesses. We're just going to see if we can get it right. In our performance consulting class, for instance, we look at three areas to work on in order to be really, really good at consulting. One is organizational savviness, right? And so we give a bunch of different cards and ask them, hey, which of these skills or elements fit into the bucket that would make you savvy for your organization. Another area that we focus on is establishing credibility. And so we're going to also have a bunch of matching cards for that. And these are all mixed up. So they're figuring out of these three buckets, what goes where. They're making guesses. Of course, they're going to fail. And I make it okay by saying, hey, if you get half of them right, you are in the hundredth percentile because half is where the top of the class land. And so they get really excited if they get more than half. That's what we're looking at, creating a condition of learning where failure is expected. We just kind of make it okay. There are so many different studies on the importance of our physical and mental development right? Uh, We know that our brains require 24% of our blood's oxygen and 20% of our blood's, just our blood in general. So when people sit down for too long, blood is pooling in their feet. We want to get them up and active. It takes three seconds for that blood pooling to be reintroduced 
back into our bodies so that we're feeding our brains optimally. That's another condition for learning. Are we feeding our brains optimally? Are we creating a physical environment where we aren't just tired and tired and tired because we're sitting, sitting, sitting? So we want to get people up and motivated by having breaks and having opportunities to connect with new people and network and so on and so forth. I might even do an energizer where it's get up, touch three walls, head back to your table, just so that we can have that energy in the room and that physical break. These are just a few things to create motivation and avoid feeling failure so that they feel confident and comfortable so we can transfer training because we were allowed to fail in a safe way. I hope you enjoyed this creative training tip from the Bob Pike Group. We'll see you next Friday.